Welcome to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to the Parenting Show. I'm Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca, and uh, and I'm joined with my beautiful co-host, Miss Jennifer Valentine from Global News Morning. What? Oh my goodness, I changed jobs. I know. This has been an exciting week. It's been an exciting three years for me. (laughs) Really? (laughs) So much has happened. Who knew? I know. I am so happy. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I'm really happy too. And uh, for those of you guys listening at home or in your cars or anywhere by your wonderful radio, um, if you haven't heard the news, first of all, where have you been all week? Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Now, I don't start until March 4th, but uh, that gives me a little bit more time to sleep in in the morning and uh, sort of get prepared. Oh my gosh. I am like so thrilled. Okay, so so fill us in. What is the deal? Okay, so uh, I've been on Q107 for the last two years. Listen, I've been listening to Q since I was 10 years old. Pina, you you get it. You're a rock and roll chick. Yeah, and And I worked at Q for years. And you did. And um Q is a special place. I've listened to it since I was 10 years old. I'm a rock and roll girl. Yeah, we're rocker moms. We really are. (laughs) And it was a dream come true. It really was. And working in radio, I I never thought I would do anything like that. And what a great experience. The morning show is right next door. I see everybody every day. Listen, I've been in morning television since I was a kid. And uh, I'm really happy to be back. I am so excited because... Honestly, like that's where I first met you. I never knew you. Yeah. But I knew you. <laughs> I turn on my, my TV and I'm like, there's Jennifer Peck, and who then became Jennifer Valentine. Um, but I am so thrilled because, listen, you do a kick ass job on the radio, Q107, here with me on the parenting show. But TV is your, that's your vibe. That's your like thing. What's great about Chorus is I can do both. Right? So I can be with you on the radio. Because you're still here with me. You're not going anywhere. Absolutely not. I so look forward to our Sunday nights together. I really do. And um, I will never give this up. Uh, I'm over the moon happy for you. Thank you. Like, just yay, Jen. Yay. Yay. So Anthony Robart is uh, my co-host along with Liam Vu and Marianne Demain. And we're going to be together every morning. And hopefully, you know, with people watching, we're just, we're going to have a great time. It's going to be awesome. So weekday mornings, um, six six to nine. nine, Yeah. And then the morning show will continue. So now it's Global News Morning. And then the morning show will continue with Carolyn McKenzie and um, Jeff MacArthur. So. That's so so they're not going anywhere. Yeah, see? They're doing one they, big happy family. And the national show is extended to an hour, so all across Canada. Fantastic. Yeah. So like I don't even know if anything can top that. I was gonna say, what else happened in your week? But uh <laughs> that's the big news. Yeah, that yeah. is huge. Oh, and I won five million dollars in the lottery. Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> Never mind. I thought I actually texted Jen. I was watching one of your uh, mother-daughter date videos. <laughs> I'm so gullible. <laughs> Guys, I am probably the most gullible person you will ever meet. So when I texted you the other day and I'm like, I finally got to watch that mother-daughter date, um, the car chat with you in Georgia. And I was like, is deal or no deal? Like, is it coming back for real? And you're a case girl? That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So George like, joked. Yeah. And- but you were like, yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, Jen, I'm so excited. And then you're like, I'm kidding, Pina. And I'm like, I'm an idiot. 
<laughs> so I was actually talking about Global News Morning when I said I got a new job because we weren't going to air it until after. Oh, and then Georgia it. came up with, you know how her mind yes. works. Yeah, my mom's going to be a case girl. <laughs> so when you text that to me, I thought you were being sarcastic saying congratulations. Like this is... <laughs> amazing that you're going to be like one of the case girls that opens the case with the number in it and I'm thinking what no no yeah so, yeah, so that was a no. good car chat if you haven't checked it out guys mother daughter date on Instagram it was a good one yeah YouTube Facebook go see it yeah and I like the Jackson appearance I know you know what though I think I'm going to get him in a car chat do it I do I think so I have to pay him but I think I can get the right price I think you should put him in the passenger seat yeah and put Georgia in the middle of the back seat, like all disgruntled and pissed off that she had to change seats. <laughs> she had to give up her chair for her brother. You know, I'm telling you right now, she'd give up her chair for her brother any day to get out of car chat. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the car in, uh, has McDonald's french fries in it. Exactly. Because I saw that too. She's eating. Can you believe she did that? She really did eat Jackson's french fries and then gave it to him half full in the car. <laughs> but don't McDonald's french fries taste better in the car from they the bag? do. So that's what Jen and Georgia were talking about. I was watching. Was that a story? That was a story. That was an Insta story. Yeah. yeah so they were eating um, McDonald's French fries and they said they taste so much better when you eat them out of the bag in the car. And I'm like, I stopped and I thought about it. I'm like, oh my God, that's so true. Yeah. So true. Oh, talking about Insta stories, I'm thinking like social media and all Snapchat and Facebook and everything like that. This past week, did you see the news about the Snapchat of the girl throwing the chair out of a window onto the Gardner Expressway? No. <laughs> yeah. So some 20-something So she snapped? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she, um, some 20-something-year-old girl, just like, hey, friend, hold my camera and do a snap of me throwing this chair out of the window of a condo like by the gardener and I'm going to throw it onto the gardener and I'm going to actually put the text good morning on it. Like what? That's weird. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly think she's that, in trouble that oh, you think I, I honestly think that um, that kids nowadays, they need to be schooled when it comes to social media. Did and you not get a only... lot of likes and follows from <laughs> that? I don't know. <laughs> um, but like they seriously, like what in your right mind makes you think that that's a good idea. First of all, throwing a chair out of a window onto a highway, a major highway in Toronto. And second, like documenting it. Right? I don't know. But you know what I do know? That we have someone in studio today that's going to talk social media with us. I'm excited about this guest. I know. He's known for his chats. He's even done TED Talks. Wow. Yeah. He's important. Oh, he totally is. <laughs> and sometimes when I go for sushi, I see him there too. Oh. He's my sushi friend. <laughs> So stick around because we'll tell you who it is. I'm not telling you now. Surprise. Right here on The Parenting Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I am 50%. Of your host? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm one of two of your hosts here on The Parenting Show. I'm Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And the other half is... Jennifer Valentine from Global News Morning. Whoa. Whoa. I like it. Sounds good. Thanks. So, Jen, 
We were talking about the crazy girl throwing the chair out of the window mm-hmm. onto the gardener and putting it on Snapchat of all places. Like, hey, like <laughs> just like arrest me now. Social media and kids on social media and not only kids, but like adults on social media and what's safe and what's not safe and how do we protect our kids and and how do we protect ourselves? How much should we put out there? Like it's. It's crazy. Social media is still pretty new as well, right? Yeah. Well, now my kids are 17 and 18 and I went through a lot with them with social media and maybe being on sites they shouldn't have been on, friending people they shouldn't have befriended because you have to worry about there are bad people out there who are pretending that they're young kids. Oh, yeah. And my son was and still is very much into video games. And it was a learning experience. And we constantly were having to check his computer because when you're kids, sometimes you just don't know. You're so gullible. And you think that you're talking to another 13-year-old, but really you could be talking to... um, Sexual predator. A sexual predator. Yeah. Yeah. And so I thought that we've had him on the show in the past. He's our our social media expert, our social media guru, Paul Davis. um, And uh, I asked him, I'm like, please... Will you come back and join us? And he said, definitely. So he is here. Paul, how are you? I'm awesome. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. I am so excited to have you in studio. We always have great conversations when you're here. Um, and I learn so much. And you scare me. Um, but in a good way. Because I think that sometimes we need to be scared. Uh-huh. You know, it's so easy to like put on those rose-colored glasses and look out into the world and say, everything is wonderful. You know, everything's coming up roses. But reality, Paul? The reality is, look, I don't <laughs> scare. I educate. I empower. <laughs> I give you, you real do. information. You and if that is perceived to be scary, that's one thing. But the reality is if you take the knowledge and you apply it properly, life is great online. If you turn a blind eye to it and you believe everything is coming up roses, well, of course we're going to have issues. We're going to have issues in every aspect of life. So that's why I look at every time I talk as a defensive driving course. You know, you can drive a Ferrari and if you don't know how to drive it, you'll probably speed. If you speed and it's snowing outside, you're dead, especially if you're not wearing a seatbelt. So we'll teach you how to drive it properly and utilize it properly. Then the Ferrari will be awesome. But otherwise, it could be really dangerous. I never say it's the vehicle. I always say it's the driver. You understand how to use it. Technology is awesome. You don't understand it. You're too young for it. Technology is hurtful. Okay, so let's let's review. What are the ages that you're allowed to be on social media? 13 years of age. Perfectly legible grade 5 English. You will not use Facebook unless you're 13 years of age. You will not use Instagram unless you're 13 years of age. Snapchat, TikTok, Musical.ly, all of which stay 13. They're not violations of any criminal code. They're terms of service, which we as parents should adhere to. Here's the funny thing. When I ask grade four, five, sixes, um, if they're on social media and they put up their hand, I'll ask them, did your parents read the rules? Some of them will say yes. In fact, some of them will actually tell me that their parents gave them rules, which is now is hypocrisy because the parents ignored the rules given to them, but the parents (laughs) gave the kid rules. And I'll look at the child and I'll say, are you expected to listen to your parents' rule? Yes. Well, how come they didn't listen to the rules given to them about you using this technology you're not allowed to be on. And when you call people out and you're asking them to be honest, it's then they start self-reflecting, saying, I I, I really didn't think about it. So they make an assumption that their parents are reading the rules. The reality is they have it. But here's the most disturbing part. If the parent actually chose to read the rules and they ignored it and their child gets bullied, you know what parents do? They love pointing fingers at society. It's your fault and let's go talk to the principal. The reality is the parent put that child in that position. So the parent should take responsibility for what happened to that child because if the parents would have respected the rules, 
that kid will never be put in that position to get hurt. It's so true, right, Jen? Yeah. How did you get into all of this stuff? I've been in IT now for the past 28 years of my life, and seven years ago, I had a conversation with the principal of my daughter's school as to why kids were getting trouble using technology. And I said very clearly, because moms and dads give their kids everything they want, and they're completely clueless as to what they're doing online. They don't put rules in. I did it. Yeah. Right. I did it, like, not to the extreme, but I did give them a lot of freedom, and I wish I didn't. Right. And so... They, so part of it is they're clueless what they're doing online, but they didn't put rules, guidelines, and consequences yeah. in place. So what started off as a, I'll speak to the kids, but I need to speak to the parents, ended up going from my daughter's school to another school, and now four provinces, five states, 525,000 students, and along with pres- presentations to the OPP, RCMP, Department of National Defense, and Canada Border Services. Wow. So what started off as a favor just exploded. Wow. I would never go back to doing what I was doing before because... I love what I do so much. I did a presentation with cracked ribs. I should have been home lying in bed. I'm like, I'm not canceling the school. I'm going to the school. I'm speaking to the kids and the parents. I truly, passionately love what I do. And I think that that's important, and I think it shows through through your work. Um, You really are out there to educate. I was joking about scaring, but uh, you really are there to educate the youth as well as the parents and and our educators uh, at the schools. And I think it's a really important conversation to have. So that's what we're going to do here today on The Parenting Show. So stick around because it is going to be a jam-packed hour. Um, All about social media and social media safety for our little ones as well as us parents. This is The Parenting Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show. With Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday. I'm Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. This is the Parenting Show, and I am joined with my co-host, Jennifer Valentine from Global News Morning. And our awesome, awesome guest, Paul Davis. Uh, he's our social media expert here on the Parenting Show. Um, he's a speaker. He's done TED Talks. He does it all. He's just brilliant when it comes to this stuff. And we thought, you know what? It's time for another social media chat here on The Parenting Show. So, Paul, one thing that people are always stressing about, and now my phone even tells me, Pina, your screen time is up this week, or your screen time has been down this week. Let's talk about screen time. <laughs> what? I, know, Jen, I don't like I know, to see right? it. I know. If that pops up, I, do, I try to close my I eyes try. and just... <laughs> X, don't look. X, don't look. Clear. I don't want to know. But you know what, Jen? Like... <sighs> I'm not trying to justify it, but our main business is on social media. We're content creators, right? And even that kind of freaks me out, right? Like, I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to use it as a crutch. Like, oh, I'm a content creator. I, it's normal for me to be on like 24-7. No, it's still bad. But if you look at your kids' screen time, it's going to be bigger than yours. If you give them oh my the freedom. God. Right. So, Paul, tell us. Well, there's two aspects of it. Number one, we have screen time for kids. But number two, you touched on that screen time for adults. And what we're doing is we're modeling their behavior. So if mom is always on the phone, if dad's always on the phone, how can we sit there and say, get off your phone and get off your device? So take a break. I know you both are important, but you're not that important to be on it 24-7. You know what is important? Your kids. Put it into context. Put your devices away, especially at a dinner table. And focus on your kids because kids are begging for the attention of their parents. And it's what anxiety experts and depression experts and all these family therapists who attend my presentations tell me. There's a correlation. I keep saying, I get it. You can talk about it, but I'm not the expert. I'm a cyber guy. So they keep telling me there's a connection to it. So first of all, us as adults, 
model behavior, put the devices away, and focus on your kids. When it comes time to the kids and screen time, all the articles that have been created, all the research that is done is basically inconclusive. There's no set time that is perfect every day. So here's what I go by. I read an article years ago that one hour before you close your eyes at night, there's no screen in front of you. I will subscribe to that. I think that's great. Yeah, I like that too. So as a foundation, let's start. There's never, ever a phone in any kids' bedrooms. It shouldn't be in our bedrooms as adults, but it will not be in a kid's bedroom because that's a golden rule of safety. So now mm-hmm. if you add eight hours of sleep with one hour before bed, red nine hours. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, there's never a phone at the table, period. So let's talk about an hour to an hour and a half of quality family time You know, during the course of the day. Yeah. When your kid comes home from school and they've done their homework, they've done their chores, they've done some studying, they've helped you make dinner, they've helped you clean up from dinner, they've done their sports of the day, give them a screen. Let them play a couple of games of Fortnite if they're old enough. Let them watch <laughs> their favorite TV show. Let them play an app. If you go by the Canadian Pediatric Society, they'll tell you zero to two years of age, no screen time. Two to five years of age, one hour of screen time. Five to 10 years of age, two hours of screen time. So if you want to use that as a basis, that's awesome. Combined with everything I've said, You've got a great home for screen yeah. time and, ba- and family balance, right? The minute you say, my kid's on a screen six hours a day, that's a court, you're failing your kid. Get them off the screen. More quality time with friends, more quality time playing sports, more quality time with parents. Screens are great. I live on screens as well, but I also know how to discipline myself to say, yes. I'm off a screen. And my kids, my daughter's 14. She loves her games of Fortnite, but she plays it when she's allowed to play using all those parameters I put in place. And she'll play a maximum of two games per day, and then she's done. Two There's no debate over it. And so both girls will never go to their bed with a device, ever. It's always in one place, in the house, every night. You know, you talk about stress, and Pina, I don't know if I told you this, but Georgia and I had a conversation, and she told me, actually it was in the car chat, in the long version, that she is stressed and that she wishes that she grew up when I grew up in the same time. Yes, I saw that. And, you know, we joked about it, but that really affected me because it upset me because she's watching shows like Stranger Things and and, and all these shows that are taking you back to the 80s when I did grow up, you know, 70s, 80s. Minus the screens. And Uh, minus the screens, minus the phones. And she's like, it was a different time. And I just, she said that a few times to me that she wishes she grew up in that time. And I think it's because of stress and it's just, it's different now. It really is with, with social media, especially. Well, drama has been thrown into the equation. So when we were growing up and one of your hosts in this studio says, we're the greatest generation ever. And I actually believe it. We're the greatest generation ever because we, when we went to bed, we had, we had yeah. a good night's sleep. We had no stresses. We dealt with stuff at school, maybe on the walk it, home. That was it. It was it done. Maybe a phone there. call. Maybe yeah. a three-way, if we were lucky to have three-way. Oh, gosh, That was it, that? and we were done. Yeah. Now it's constant 24-7, and these kids are bringing the stress and drama to their bedroom at night and addressing issues at 2 o'clock in the morning. They We've got issues. They will never know what it's like to, um, you know what I mean, live tell your parents. Without, live without yeah, that device. And, and remember, you would like wave at your parents, like, okay, I'm going to go out and play. I'll be in by dinner time. And your parents would not know where you were, but it was all okay. You got on your bikes. You'd, you'd jump a roof at the local school to get the tennis balls up, up, up there. You know what I mean? <laughs> play hide and seek. It was soccer, baseball on the street. You can't do that now. Now it's like you're going to the corner store to get milk. Do you have your phone with you? You know, and it's just text me when you get there. Right? Yeah. Like earlier this week when we had that snowstorm, my mom's like, you're driving downtown, Pina. She's like, can you please call me when you arrive so I know that you got there safe? I'm 38. (laughs) (laughs) 
But this just goes to show, yes, the stress and the screen time. And maybe we do need to scale it back, like Paul said. And it's not even like scaling it back. It's just using your brain to say, like, don't bring your phone to the dinner table. Do your homework before you get on Fortnite, you know? And actually, talking about Fortnite, we're going to take a quick break. But I do want to talk about that because one thing I keep hearing from parents is about addictions to video games. And Fortnite is like the one right now. So I want Paul's Paul's take on that when we get back. Yeah, me too. This is The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. To the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Pina Crispo, ChicMama.ca. I'm Jennifer Valentine from Global News Morning. And who do we have here with us, Jen? Who do we have? Paul Davis. And he's really smart. Yeah, he's a social media guru. That's what we, I, I, that's your title now, Paul. Thank Paul, you. what's your official title? Social media and online safety educator. I like guru. So, <laughs> so let's say I'm really do like, smart. I like that too, though. You say I'm really smart. I like guru yeah, too. You're, you're my, my wife keeps saying your head's not going to fit through the door next time you walk in. Like, so <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> you saying that because I don't get that at all. I so. love your wife. She's so pleasant. She's such a nice lady. So, Paul. Yes. These addictions we keep hearing about. My kid is addicted to Fortnite. My kid is addicted to this or that. What, what's your take on these addictions? It tells me very clearly that parents aren't doing their jobs. And when a parent reaches out and they say, my child is addicted to Fortnite, I've actually stated every night in my presentations, that's an embarrassing statement. And people, kids are going to rehab for Fortnite. Have you heard that? Oh, yeah. There's a place that you can go to wean yourself (laughs) off Fortnite because they can't. I'm sorry. I don't mean to Well, they're waking up at two o'clock in the morning and you think that you change your kid's password. I've tried this. I've tried to change the passwords and my son found out the, I don't know how he finds out the passwords. Oh yeah, you told me. Yeah. And we changed it and he kept finding out. They're smart. Those kids are smarter than we are. (laughs) They are smart. But remember, we ultimately hold the power. And so when a parent tells me, my child is coming to school sleep deprived because they're playing Fortnite all hours of the night. I want to honestly look at them and say, do you realize this is your doing? Nobody else is responsible for this except you. I'll never forget in a hotel in Niagara Falls, I was walking out of the hotel. It was 9.30. So I was on my floor waiting for the elevator and a mother and this child, he was about 14, 15. He looked like a zombie. And I said, did you have a rough night sleeping last night? I said that to the boy. She said, oh, no, he was playing Fortnite all night. The mother answered you? The mother answered for him. I said, but don't you have school today? She says, no, we're in Niagara Falls on a hockey tournament. Oh, great. Your son's going to do amazing today (laughs) because you allowed him to play Fortnite all night. And I'm sitting there just baffled. This is parenting 101. And it's unreal. So when they say that, like I said, this is a parenting issue because all you need to do, because remember, you have complete power. You need to unplug that router. You need to get an app-enabled router, which allows you from any device around the world to control when you turn it on, when you turn it off. You need to be just a parent saying, by the way, I'm going to give you about 30 minutes of Fortnite today and after you're done. And if you complain, there are going to be consequences. And if I have to call you three times to the dinner table, you've lost Fortnite and your device for a solid week. And you can cry and you can complain, but it's done. And parents are afraid. That's the problem. They're afraid. They 
own the technology. It's on loan to the kid. They control the technology in the house. Wi-Fi is the yeah. go-to. Uh, yeah. They're afraid to do it. They're afraid of their kids. Okay, Paul, you know, some adults are addicted to Fortnite as 1, well. 1,000%. I know a lot of guys that stay up till 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, and then only get a few hours sleep and come to work the next day because they've been playing Fortnite. That's lacking self-discipline. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, and they... And they, they don't have a steady significant other because nobody can put up <laughs> with the fact that that all they do is play Fortnite. There's well, a topic for the Daily yeah. Relationship Show. And Jeez. they're 43. <laughs> well, there was case study in the UK where um, couples were splitting up because of yes. the male's addiction to gaming and they've lost in terms of their sex life, in terms of wow. relationships and focus on their kids because we're all about gaming. I thought that's really pathetic. Mm-hmm. See, like, like I know... My trainer, actually, at Nine Round, where I go work out, Vidu, he actually streams. It's it's an income for him, right? Mm-hmm. But, hey, is your kid, like, streaming? Is it, like, a business? Is it, like, is he a content creator? No, you know what? They're playing for fun. Let's And they're not at that age. They shouldn't even be worried about that stuff. I do have to you tell know? you, though, my son met his girlfriend, his first girlfriend. They're not together anymore, but they're still friends. Uh, his very first girlfriend playing video games, and she lived in St. Catharines. And they met and he said that he is seeing a girl and she came over to the house and then they had this long distance relationship for over a year where she came over one weekend and he went to St. Catharines the next weekend. And I'm like, wow, love through video through games. Gaming. So, but well, then, at, 50, so, at 15, okay. it was adorable. And I thought, yeah. oh, wow, that's kind of, but, it's a new world. <laughs> but Jen, like in a way though, like. He's lucky that it was really a exactly. girl, like a teenage girl, exactly. right? So, like, I want to talk yeah, about I that was as very well. Worried. You very know, worried. like, it's like, mm-hmm. I met a girl, she, she's coming over, and then some, like, old bald man shows up at your door, you know? And you're like, this is not, you know. I'm here to see know. Jackson. We play Fortnite and we're dating. <laughs> no, I know. And we laugh and we joke. <laughs> but, like, parents, you need to know who your kids are like conversing with online because Fortnite is one of those games that you can play with. You're playing with 99 other people, but there's one simple solution. Number one, if you really want to make it safe, you do not allow for any um, vocal engagement. Take your headset off, mute the conversation so you're listening to nothing else. And if you do want to play with your BFF, you play in a squad, you do some FaceTime with your friends so you're actually watching each other and you're playing. That's how my daughter plays. And it, they listen to no other conversation except their own. They don't hear any F-bombs. They don't hear any threats, any bullying-related manner. They hear nothing. They play the game and they're done. Yeah. See, I So like there that. is a way to do safely. So, okay. So parents, for those of you talking about like Fortnite and, you know, the addiction that your child may have, it's not really an addiction. You can stop it. It's up to you. And, uh, and there are safe ways to play these online games. 100%. I'm not against them. I no. enjoy some of these games. Common sense. Parenting discipline life is great there you have it and we've got more so stick around because this is the parenting show right here on global news radio 640 toronto you're listening to the parenting show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. I'm Jennifer Valentine from Global News Morning. Yay, Global News Morning! I'm so excited for you, Jen. A new job! I know, and it's yeah. so you. Thanks. I gotta be in here like a lot earlier, too. 
Oh, but it'll be so good. It will be. I'm going to start going to bed at eight o'clock at night. And all of Toronto is going to have you back on their television screens in the morning. It's it's awesome. We got some special surprises coming up too. March 4th. That's when it all starts. Can't wait. And uh, surprises made me just think of something else. Because we're talking social media with mm-hmm. Paul Davis, our uh, our social media educator, expert, social media guru is what I like to call him. But we said surprises, and then that made me think secrets. Yes. And when it comes to social media and our kids on social media, um, mine are still pretty young. They're not on that stuff. They will go on YouTube for a limited time, but we have, thanks to Paul, mm-hmm. we use YouTube Kids. And even then, I try to be really careful to see what they're watching because some things sometimes sneak into YouTube kids. That should not be there. But they don't have any social media accounts and they won't for a very long time, thanks to Paul again. Um, but when they're older and your kids are older, yes. um, have you ever discovered anything? Have you have they been have they been good with like, no, mom, open lines of communication? No, they've been horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Okay, <laughs> I found so many things. And the thing is, Paul, you know this. They're smarter than us when it comes to working a computer. And because we didn't grow up learning the computer ourselves, we don't know how to find things or what they're doing. And if we do leave them alone and we don't know their passwords, and I know you're really good because you know your kids' passwords, and that's probably smart, and you don't know what the heck's going on. So I found out a bunch of things. But the one thing I did find out about my daughter is she has an Instagram account. Yes, I see what she posts every day. I see her Insta stories. I think she's being very open. Sometimes kids tell on each other if they get mad at each other. And I Uh found out from my son Jackson that she has something called a spam account. So a spam account, I know, Paul, you know what this is. It's an account that you have a different name and your parents do not know about your spam account. And they post whatever they want, party pictures, especially when you're a teenager, and you have no idea and you have no control. Is it an open account too or do they still have it locked down? It's a closed account. So they only have their friends at school. It's um, very private, but for their friends, they know everybody on that account. They don't let people in that they don't know, hopefully. And they do whatever they want. So it's like having, it's secrets from your parents. She's had the spam account now for three years. Please don't judge me. I don't know the password. I've never seen the spam account. I don't know what is on there. And I've just had a conversation with her. I know she's a good kid. I said, you really have to be careful because whatever you put on that spam account, somebody can screenshot, people can use that against you. I said, I want you to be extremely careful with whatever you post. I'm trusting her. I don't know. I don't know, Paul. I don't so, know. So wait, talking about, you know, screenshotting and stuff like that. Yeah. Paul, we once spoke about how sometimes people think, oh, I'm going to send this snap to someone. And in 24 hours, poof, it's gone. And we'll never see it again. And then you told me otherwise. Um, let me address the, the spam accounts first. So yeah, okay. most kids will have their primary Instagram account. They'll have a spam account that's relatively hidden. And they'll actually have an open public spam account just to be whatever. The hidden one, you're doing great with the conversation because what they need to know is what is in that private account can be screenshot, can be reproduced, retransmitted, modified, and it's out there, and then reflects on them and mom and dad and siblings and grandparents. It impacts them not only now, but potentially later on. So they do have these other accounts and you may not have access to them. The conversation about what is right and what is not right because they're brain hasn't fully developed till they're 25, I've been told. What they think is funny could hurt them later on in life when seeking employment. When it comes to Snapchat, 
Snapchat has two features. So you can send a picture from one account to another and then it disappears within five, 10 minutes because they set a timer. Snapchat stories last for about 24 hours and kids think once the picture has been sent to someone, it leaves their screen. If the person who receives it takes a screenshot, the sender is notified that that yeah, person you get a thing saved saying. the image. Uh, just like stories, they think they can post for 24 hours. If they see it once, it's gone. I tell kids every day in grade 7 to 12, I've identified 12 ways you can save Snapchat images and stories without telling the sender the image was saved. I was in Calgary, Calgary Cybercrimes Police. I was honored they attended my presentation. I had a coffee with one of the officers afterwards. We're in a cafe for two hours. I'm showing them exactly how to do it. And it was so easy. And no one knows that the images or the videos are being recorded, which can be saved, reproduced, retransmitted, and no one will ever, ever know. I had no idea you could do that. So... Absolutely. And that's the scary part because usually like I know that I've sent snaps and I've like, oh, someone's captured this image, right? So you get notified. You get notified because it's inherent within the product. The ways I talk about, which I don't tell kids and we're not going to talk about it, is there are other ways to do it. So some are hacking ways, some are just common sense ways, which you can do it. And no one will know until when that image or that video resurfaces later on in life. And that could be like detrimental to someone. You know, think about being, like think back, Jen, you know, being a teenager. And think about what Georgia was saying, how we, you know, she'd love to grow up in the 80s. We didn't have to worry about this stuff. Now they do. One, like, just like wrong judgment call. Sending a girl who wants to be accepted, sending a photograph to maybe another group of girls or a guy. And they think that that's it. It's gone. And uh, and then that doesn't happen. And the next thing you know, the whole high school has it. Yeah. See, when you know? we were growing up in high school, the choices we made, the decisions we made lasted that moment or that day and then was forgotten about. Now no. the choices teens are making, they're digital and they're out there forever. And that's the difference between our generation and today's generation. And we're not only talking about, you know what I mean, just your reputation in high school, but then you also have to think about, you know, these people are applying to colleges and universities, maybe they're depending on a scholarship and now something that they put out there could ruin it for them. Exactly, yeah. I've actually seen photos on my daughter's main account, which I've asked her to take down because I, did, I didn't feel that they, I wasn't comfortable with them. And there's an argument sometimes. I don't understand. Why are you not comfortable with that photo? And a lot of the times she's reluctant, but she will take it down. But I think she's what, still my little girl and she's a teenager, but you know. But what I think is great about what you're communicating is that you guys have that ability to talk where she will listen mm-hmm. and say, you're still this age, here's where I am in life, and we understand what you don't. You're not seeing this later on. So I'm looking five years ahead of you for now. Yeah. And yeah. that's great you can have that conversation. Yeah, I'm explaining it to her and yeah. the reasons why, and usually she gets it. And I think we all need to do that. Um, We're going to take a quick break, but not to worry. We'll be back with more on social media right here on The Parenting Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. This is The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca, joined by my beautiful co-host, Jennifer Valentine of... Global News Morning. The best news ever. And our special guest, Paul Davis. He is our social media educator expert. Um, He's done TED Talks on social media. I'm going to watch that TED Talk. And I'm so glad that you're doing something like this because I think we need this. We need to educate moms and dads and kids. And I'm glad you said moms and dads because we've been talking a lot about kids, right? Yeah. 
But if it's not for the moms and dads and them setting an example and them using their common sense, which some may question, you know, if common sense is actually common sense, but whatever, then, you know, how can they be a great example for their children? How can they teach their children, you know, maybe don't do that. Do this. Help guide them. You know, so do what I don't... say, not what I do, kid. <laughs> but I see a lot of parents on social media, adults, yeah, not only parents, but adults on social media. And I just, I tilt my head, probably like your dog Dixie does sometimes when she's confused. It's very and I'm like, cute. what? What did I just see them do? You know, and uh, they're accepting people that they do not know on Facebook, let's just say. Yeah. They're posting stuff. Maybe they shouldn't. Like, oh, I'm at karate with Johnny at so-and-so karate place and then they geotag it and you're like are you serious yeah i'm very strict on that so my big thing is don't post photos from school because that is a safety issue i don't want people to know your whole entire life and it's easy to find out i'm sorry it's just it's so oh easy yeah for 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 people to find out but you know you just teach your kids just to be a little bit safer on their posts and check them out so and and paul like what are some of the things that we can Maybe help some parents that might be struggling and, and don't know, oh, I never really thought about leave out the, the, the school name or maybe not take a picture in front of my house or with my car and here's my license plate. Like, what are some things that... So that is called common sense, but unfortunately, <laughs> common sense isn't so common anymore. Right. Uh, let's go beyond common sense and I apply a simple rule. Tell the world where you've been, what you've done, not where you're going, what you're doing. And I keep telling oh, people, you're not a reality wow. TV show. Yeah. I like that. And, Me too. You know, if you apply that, life becomes much, much better. And I keep telling individuals, you know when you tell us you're on vacation? Yeah. Nobody cares. <laughs> I know this is hard to process. And by the way, when there's 10 centimeters of snow in our city. We you're really on, don't care. <laughs> and, and you're taking pictures of you on the beach. And we don't like you right now. So how about you stop telling us that? Because we're suffering. And we, when you come back, I always say, tell us how great your vacation was, upload a few select pictures, and we'll tell you how happy we are for you because we feel obligated to so do So don't that. take so, that photo <laughs> of your feet with the ocean in the background. You know those feet? And then yeah, you put or it the your legs. Profile. And you're like, hot dogs or legs? Yeah. I have no idea why people think we want to see pictures of other people's toes. I have no idea. <laughs> the feet thing? That bothers me, bothers Paul. Bothers me. It hurts my eyes. Like, why are you, you putting, like, it. unless you've got a really nice pedicure. Oh, yeah. Because like, really some nice of those one. toes are nasty. <laughs> and I'm like, you've got chips in your yes. nail pol- polish. Yes, yes. It's just not, no, unless you've got beautiful feet, that's one thing I don't want to see. Thank no, you, Paul, true. for addressing but that. But yes, so, a vacation. Yeah, so... Here's, here's what parents like to do. They love doing the vacation countdown. You've heard of this. Five days to go, four more days, two more sleeps, one more sleep, and then they're on vacation. They'll give you an update that they're on the way to the airport. They'll check in at the airport. They'll tell you another update after they got through security and how horrible it was. <laughs> While they're in the lounge waiting to get on the plane, they take a picture with their $10 latte, bragging that they're about to leave and we're, leaving, we're being left behind in the cold. <laughs> so they're actually saying we're getting on the plane. And you know what some people do, and this is really comical, to take a picture of their boarding pass and their passport. And... Like open, like you can read everything? I've, had, I've, I've read open passports mm-hmm. no. and the boarding passes are the best. So they have a closed passport with the boarding pass. Now the boarding pass will have obviously your first name, last name, but if we can just get your barcode on the boarding pass, there are two websites that read barcodes for free. What's in the barcode? In oh. most cases, first name, last name, frequent flyer number, if any. The origin airport, so where you're at now, and the destination airport, where you're going to. So, so you have to tell us nothing. People have a full timeline of like how long they have to rob your house. I have hundreds. <laughs> I have hundreds of pictures of boarding passes, and so the number one place you take most of your pictures from your home. So now we know where you live, but we also know that you're away and for what period of time and who you're with. 
You're making this job for criminals far too easy. So please, let's stop doing it. When you come back, tell us all about it. But while you're on travels... I like that rule. Just, and here's another thing. You know, you I'm not some... going to do that. I'm going to take a few photos. But one... <laughs> take photos, but post them on your back. Awesome. Oh, right. And here's an idea. I can't wait. Here's an idea. Spend some quality time with your family and disconnect. Okay, so you know what yeah. I do? I'll tell you what I do. If we go out for the day... Like if we go on a hike, I do some Insta stories. I know and so, you, do. you know what I do? I, know what you do. I save them you because it helps later. me live in the moment. I don't sit there and figure out who I'm tagging and do a little write up, and because it takes you out of the moment. But I do do photos and I do do some a few Insta stories with whatever we're doing. I wait till you get back to the hotel or wherever you're staying at the end of the day, and then when everybody's getting ready for bed, we might be watching TV in the hotel room. I sit there and then I post from the hotel room because. You're right. I, I really, my big thing is to live in the moment. And it's really hard to do with social media. And I'm not perfect. It's, but I do yeah. try to save all my stories and then post them later. That's just like uh, recently I was on a trip, but for work. So I kind of had to post while I was there. Yeah. I didn't really have a choice. But I was selective on like, you know, what I posted. And that's the thing we always have to remember. Like, remember what you're posting. Maybe leave out those geotags. Maybe don't, you know, be careful with what you're posting with your kids in it. Um, Be careful with who you're friending. And be sure to check on your kids' social media accounts regularly. Paul, if people want to find you, where can they find you? Facebook.com forward slash Paul Davis tips, T-I-P-S. And they'll lead them to my website to email to everything. And all my weekly, monthly tips and updates are done through my Facebook page. And guys, if you liked what you heard, um, you can always contact Paul, reach out, tell your school about him because he does go around all over Canada and the U.S. talking to kids and parents and educators all about this stuff. So you can look into that. And if you missed any of the show, you can always listen back on our podcast, which will be up on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash The Parenting Show. That is it for us. I am off right now. I'm going to go shopping at the Adidas uh, corporate uh, store. <gasps> Remember I told we you get about? a discount, right? Yeah, fifty percent off. So on, uh, there's some exceptions, but go check it out. Uh, just show them that you follow Where Chic Mama it? on Instagram. It's on twenty seven and seven. Okay, and uh, yeah, all you've got to do is show them that you follow Chic Mama on Instagram, and you can go shopping fifty percent off. I love that. I love Adidas. Yeah. You want to come with me? Yes, I do. Okay, can we're I? out now. Paul, you in? I'm in. Okay, well we're going to go shop. So uh, we'll catch you next week right here on the Parenting Show. That's it for us, and have a good one. Yes.